the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott, where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars, because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor, but a full-time truth professor. She believes the Word of God is His perfect revelation, including a young earth six-day creation, as well as the global flood inundation, and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation. The true church rapture comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ. Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me again today with Season Watch. And as always, I just want to start with a, a little prayer and just thank you, Jesus, for this day. We are seeing so many changes on the earth right now, and people are in so many different places in their lives. And we just pray that you comfort each of us and meet us where we are. You're so good. Answer our prayers, guide us with your right hand and your counsel, Lord. So we just give this day to you. Help us to represent you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we have a lot to cover today, so let's fasten our truth belts as we talk about the dominion principles of the Bible. So we're looking at spiritual principles and applying them to the things we're seeing today. So in the last episode, I played four audio clips, so it kind of took a big chunk of time, but they provided a background on how this move to create a one-world government under the authority of these self-elected rich elites, um, how we're seeing that uh, coming into play right now. And we talked about how these plans are over 100 years old, and right from the probably like from the Civil War, they really started to form, and that it's generations long, generations of influential, the richest families have conspired. The most powerful um, banks and conglomerates, tech companies and global corporations, they're coming together to enact this plan. We also see them use their power to groom global leaders to establish, buy, and control global NGOs, uh, those like WHO and the UN and a lot of other NGOs that uh, we think are just benevolent um, and working for our part, but they actually have their hands in them and their influence in them, and they're actually backing them. And so they love to play all sides on the political field also. We can't necessarily rely on parties for our decision-making. We see that every nation uh, is influenced by extortion and blackmail and bribery and threats, and uh, we just could go on and on. But we discuss how these authoritarians want complete control of the world. They've, they've said it out loud. They've described their plans. It's really not a secret. And one of the things that they want to do is have the ability to track and monitor each individual. And what's strange is how they're saying now that because of COVID and this new, quote, under the skin technology, they believe it's possible. And they're in charge. These aren't crazy people locked up somewhere that have no power. They actually have all the power. And uh, we should listen to them. So this control will enable them, honestly, to enslave every individual. That's actually their desire, their desire. So if you missed episode four, it was Rise of the Beast System. You can listen to the podcast. You can hear those four clips and listen to some of these plans about the 
Great Reset, um, these globalist plans, and they want to eliminate national sovereignty, insert their own global leaders around the world to govern the world from a central body and to monitor each individual through bio-tracking. It's not a joke. That's what they want to do. And they want to control our individual finances. Now, how do you do that? Sounds like something I read in Revelation, doesn't it? And they want to do this through central bank digital currencies. We talked about that last time. It's also called CBDC. So you'll hear that term a lot. And they make it sound really great. Oh, my gosh, we're going to have this digital currency. We won't even need the dollar anymore. Um, So watch out. That sounds like something we heard about coming. And so by through this process and installing all these things that they've been working on all this time, they believe they can and desire to control the behavior of every individual. Don't forget that crazy guy, Yuval Noah Harari. Please listen to the um, the things that he says out of his own mouth. You won't believe it. These plans are real. And we need to wake up and understand what's happening around us. So many people are asleep. And you know what? Frankly, people just don't want to hear. But you're listening and it's not an accident that you're listening today. I pray that some of you there, you know this, like I've said before, you're tracking with me. You've heard these things. Um, maybe you could share the podcast if you think somebody's not really paying attention. Who knows? But uh, God wants us to watch. Watch these times and see what's happening. And um, so what's interesting is that we know that Biden has actually signed an executive order to implement CBDCs in the United States. And it seems like the whole world knows and understands that we're about to install this new form of currency. And we're the last to know. And then they're going to make it sound great, which is what they always do. But uh, honestly, if you're paying attention, this might sound like the Chinese Communist Party system. And I'll be honest, this is true. You would be right. This is just like that system. In fact, these globalists express their deep admiration for the total control of Xi Jinping's government in every area of life. I just went on someone's radar. So there you go. Um, but sometime I'm going to talk to you about uh, when I got to go to China, my observations, and I'll tell you, um, this system is what the globalists want. They want the Chinese Communist Party system of total control. And uh, tech- they're already doing it in the, what, the biggest nation in the world? It's already happening. You think it can't happen here? You Please, we just need to wake up and warn others. So right now, interestingly, I don't know if you heard this, so this is kind of crazy, right now that many nations in the world are allowing Chinese police stations, yes, to open up satellite Chinese police stations to open within their own sovereign sovereign governments, their own sovereign countries, including the United States. Yes, we're going to allow a Chinese police station to open in the United States. And I don't, I don't even know how many. I, that's all I know. Maybe several. Uh, honestly, this should be alarming. Think about this. This should be alarming. We're actually allowing China's evil CCP police to lawfully, by permission, reach into America. And this is to monitor its own citizens overseas, to enforce its tyrannical laws on them, drag them back home if they need to, and to violate all of our founding principles in order to impose the CPC's, CCP's tyranny over those who have escaped from China or are outside their current clutches. And believe me, if you've ever met uh, young students, Chinese people who've come here, um, it's difficult for them to talk about these things. They still have families back home, but many will 
tell you they want to stay, and there's a good reason for that. What's weird is the idea that we're allowing the CCP to have police stations in sovereign countries. First of all, that should show you their reach and influence. Money will buy you anything in this culture, and it should also ring alarm bells. You know, this is unbiblical. We don't even have to. We can look at the Constitution. We look at all these things, but this is unbiblical, what they're planning to do. And if you look at Deuteronomy 23, 15, and 16, this is what God says. It says, you shall not give back to his master, the slave, who has escaped from his master to you. He may dwell with you in your midst, in the place which he chooses within one of your gates, where it seems best to him, you shall not oppress him. Look at this. Somebody has escaped to us and is outside the clutches of the CCP. And frankly, everywhere. We've had other um, occasions where um, under a different administration, um, there was a German couple applying for asylum because Germany would not allow them to homeschool their children and keep them out of the public school system, which, as you know, is quite secular. And um, and that they were refused asylum. In the meantime, whoever else you are, you can come in. You should see there's a disparity. It's intentional. And we should recognize the extent that the evil and treachery has surpassed anything we've seen in America before. It's on the rise, and it's gaining strength and in gaining power. And uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'll discuss my experiences and observations in China. I actually was able to go there shortly before Hong Kong fell, really, in, in, in a short period of time. And, of course, we didn't know it at the time, so uh, we'll talk about that. But I believe God sent me there for a reason, so that I would make observations. I, it really um, woke up my thinking to a lot of things, and the timing couldn't have been better, I'll be honest with you. So um, I saw that what was going on there, I see it. It's coming here. Um, uh, there's a guy named uh, Yuri Bezmanov. I think maybe many of you might have heard of him. He's uh, He did an interview in 1984, um, a television interview, and you can actually still see his video. I have a video clip of it that I've provided on my Rumble channel if you want to see there, but he was a KGB defector, and he warned back in 1984 that even at that time, the systematic softening of Americans toward the tyranny of communism was already taking place. He laughed about it, that we didn't see it, um, and that it was actually a systematic plan to infiltrate the United States, which is the beacon light of hope, as we know, beacon light of freedom. Um, and there, that the plan is to do this through elitist academics, those who are the rich people, the academics, um, and through education, through the educational system, which is under government control, ironically. The, and then through the government systems, government doesn't want to let go of power. And uh, it finds ways to keep the, its system. You, you open a new organization or a, a new um, uh, a new branch of government, and believe me, it's going to stay. It'll figure out a way to stay. And so, um, anyway, KGB uh, defector warned about this, Yuri Bezmenov. So maybe look him up. You can look him up somewhere else, too, and see what he's saying. Oh, my goodness, was he right? And so we, we, we're we seeing now the results of this plan that they've been doing all the way since 1984. Um, but for now, I just want to talk about um, a clip that I found. It's actually on PragerU. They have a lot of uh, great clips there from different people and different stories as well as discussing um, sort of our foundational principles. Uh, so this principle is from uh, Yeoni Mark, 
uh, Yoni Park, who experienced the horrors of communism under North Korea, as well as China, after she miraculously escaped from North Korea as a child. Um, and then while in China, missionaries actually helped her to come to America and to freedom. So later she went to college. I'm just picking up on this clip. You should look it up in PragerU and hear her whole story. It's actually pretty uh, hard to hear, but something we need to hear. But she later she went to college. So the section I'm playing is where she discusses what she discovered after escaping communism and had the opportunity for freedom in the United States to go to Columbia University. So she already found that socialism was permeating America. If you could play that clip, please. Every single class in Columbia, the conclusion was America was founded upon an idea of racism and bigotry and slavery. The only way we can fix it is tearing down the U.S. Constitution and tearing this down country and rebuild the socialist paradise on top of that. And this is what being fed to American minds every single day. There's no room for debate. And that was a propaganda and brainwashing machine. And when I hear about them supporting socialism, of course my reaction is... Have you not learned anything from history? If something failed like three times, by that time you should be learning something and like, okay, let's move on. This thing is really not going to work. But no, it's so much with the left. They think it didn't implement it correctly. So why don't we do it again here? Every single one of them said the same thing. Like, we are going to give you the paradise. And they did not. They say, oh, the capitalism is so evil, it's so greedy. I'm like... Do you know without capitalism, how do you even have an internet? <laughs> how do you even have electricity like without capitalism? Do you know like your clothes that you're wearing because of the free market that we have all of this? South Korea was the poorest country. When they adopted the U.S. democratic system, they copied it literally. They became the Asian tiger. The GDP difference between North Korea and South Korea is a 40-time difference. One is the 11th largest economy in the world. And the other country do not even have electricity in this 21st century. Same potential, same history, same people. Under the two different systems, one is communism, one is capitalism. What happened? Every single problem comes down to blaming somebody else. Blaming the system, blaming history, blaming the constitution. And this is exactly what North Korea does. I am also fighting for my freedom of speech. I get censored on YouTube and Twitter because I talk about China. And never in my life I thought, in America, I had to fight for freedom of speech. Even in America, the freedom is not guaranteed. And it's slipping away every single day. I just hope it's not too late to fight back. Yeah, I hope so too. But honestly, her question is not hyperbolic. And um, the question is, are we seeing the labor pains? Are we too far into the labor pains as the Bible describes them? to to stop them and I, I believe we are but we'll talk about that more later right now um, we just have to recognize that in, in spite of all these things that are going on and I pointed out all these plans I want to point out that this is not a human endeavor that these people are not smart enough to make all these plans um, and this is not something that humans can orchestrate it's such a long-reaching complex plan that's been going on for so long. So this plan is not from the mind of man. So yes, humans were enticed by their lusts, as James talks about. Um, but the Bible says that man's man, man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. We actually see uh, a similar principle concerning the wicked. We see that um, that these plans are thousands of years old, and that we actually Satan 
makes these plans and entices it and plants those seeds. And so people have been listening through um, all kinds of lies and enchantments that Satan has. So um, we know that he has installed the corruption that we see in every government. He's compelled the world, especially America, to silence the voice of God in the public square. That's enabled him to whisper his dark philosophy in our ears because there's no challenge anymore. And then now this philosophy has filled our culture, and now he's woven his snares and created complex networks of proselytes that will follow him because they're greedy and the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, as John said. And so he developed this whole system around the world over decades and hundreds of years, frankly, as we're going to speak about from the very beginning. And so through his influence, Satan has, uh, he teaches followers the subtleties of lying. So we can hardly even detect anymore when they're lying. He chooses sociopaths or creates sociopaths and causes them to rise in power. They seem benevolent, and in reality, they're not, just like Satan's subtlety in his lies. And he helps them to accumulate wealth, and he promises all of his adherents, just like he did to Jesus, All these kingdoms of the earth are mine to give to whomever I will. And if you only bow down and worship me, I will give them to you. And that's what he promises. And it's pretty effective. Um, So these are not the plans of man. And it is a well-coordinated plan of Satan. So we're noticing that the arc of faith, if you notice, we Jesus started with just a few people, and then it just grew around the world. Now we're seeing the arc of faith descending again and coming back down to down to just a remnant. We're seeing around the world really a remnant of true followers. I submit that this is the shaking that we're seeing. It creates, it sifts out the true followers, those who don't want to f- don't want to stick around because they're offended or it's inconvenient or it asks too much. And we're starting to see that through this process. Um, and we see that God is not popular anymore. He's an outcast. So because of these things, the lies are not challenged. His plans are not rejected, even when he publishes them. I mean, I'm just, I can't even believe people aren't going, wait, what? And then, uh, you know, his ministers actually are admired. You've all know Harari is admired around the world. I'm like, are we listening to the same guy? So now is Satan's time. It really is his time on earth. And it was prophesied. Uh, so um, yes, the Great Reset is from people, but he has planned it, and that's what we need to recognize. They do it for themselves, for their own less, but Satan uses them to install his millennia-long plan for dominion. He's setting up those key people uh, for this one moment that's coming, this one moment when he finally can consolidate all the power under himself and then under his Antichrist, uh, but we know that God will bring them down. As we look at Isaiah twenty-eight, fourteen through eighteen. It says, "Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you scornful men who rule this people, because you have said we've made a covenant with death and with hell. We are in agreement. When the overflowing scourge passes through, it will not come to us, for we have made refuge our lies." Uh, lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. But the Lord says, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone, a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Your covenant with death and hell will be annulled, and your agreement with hell will not stand. When the overflowing scourge passes through, then you will be trampled down by it. And that's what we're seeing. They believe because their agreement is with Satan and 
he's going to help them to escape all these things. So next week, actually, we're going to talk about the spiritual principle of King Josiah. So please come back for that. But right now, we're going to look at in light of the evidence of this rise of the global government, we're going to look at what the Bible describes as this, this coming darkment, uh, darkness as unavoidable. And why do we see that it's unavoidable? Because there's a biblical principle, a spiritual principle of dominion that we'll notice throughout the Bible. And so let's take a look at um, at these ideas. So God's kingdom is perfect. We know that. And Satan was full of pride and he rebelled against God and was thrown out of heaven. And then when he was thrown out of heaven, he tried to regain dominion through the earth. And because he hates God, he wants to mess with us. So we see that through the Bible, he tries to assert dominion through a series of coups. So Satan doesn't know everything. Y'all remember that he is not, he is a created being. He does not know everything. He has to learn about human nature. He can't read our minds, but he can study us. And so we look at how uh, Satan was uh, thrown out in Isaiah 14. It says, and how he desired to be higher than God. So it says, uh, Satan, uh, how you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. But God said, yet you will be brought down to hell, to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who will gaze upon you will consider you saying, this is the one who made the earth tremble, who shook the kingdoms, who made the world a wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners. And so we see uh, Luke's uh, Jesus's account of the, that moment in Luke ten seventeen. He said, uh, when the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And we have to cling to that and remember that, that he is a defeated foe, that he continues to assert dominion. And because of his pride, he doesn't recognize it's impossible. He hardly even realizes he's a created being. And so we see in Revelation 12, again, uh, verse 9 and verse 13 describes this moment. So the great dragon was cast out that old serpent the devil and his and called satan who deceives the whole world he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him verse 13 now when the dragon saw that he'd been cast to the earth he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child and we're going to see why he does that. Um, Genesis 1, we remember, is when God gave dominion in the first place to humans, right? He created the earth to be inhabited, the Bible says. And it says in Genesis 1, 27 and 28, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he male and female created he them. Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it have dominion over it. And he describes that we were given dominion. He created the earth for us. So now Satan's out in the cold again, right? 
Um, and so he enticed us. He wanted to usurp dominion, right? So he lied to Eve and enticed her to um, to eat of the fruit that was forbidden. And so God delivers the first prophecy of the Messiah. He says that to Satan in th- uh, Genesis 3.15, that I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And so we understand that to be the first prophecy about the Messiah born of a woman. So um, that... So immediately Satan recognizes, oh, I have to kill this savior, whoever he is. He even, if you think about it, he even enticed um, Cain to to slew, to kill Abel, right? Thinking that Abel was perhaps the the one that was the promised one. So he created that. Now, now we've got death. He's a murderer from the beginning. Um, and then that didn't work. And the flood came. God wiped everybody out, started fresh with Noah and his family. And so Satan decides to do the Tower of Babel. And he said, let's build ourselves a city, a tower that reaches up to heaven. This is a first effort to create a global government and a one world religion. We see a, a theme here. And we look in Psalm 2, which we've read before, uh, this description of why do the heathens rage? Because they want to throw off the anointed one and break the bonds away. That was inspired by Satan. He's continually, over time, tried to throw off this um, the dominion that was given to us. And so we see even in Psalm 10, it talks about how the Messiah will come and rule with authority. And then we see in Isaiah 9, 6 and in Daniel 17 that one is come to take dominion. Uh, Daniel seven fourteen says that he will be given dominion and glory in a kingdom that uh, surpasses all kingdoms. So as we see the whole course of history, Satan has been trying to get the dominion that God delivered to us, but was taken back when Jesus died for our sins in our place. And so we want to remember these things, that Jesus has conquered Satan, that whatever we see happening now is temporary, and that um, he has won. Our goal right now is to warn others. If we are told to warn somebody and we don't, then God says there's their blood's on our, our hands. And so I ask you folks, this is a great season uh, to come up to. We've got the holidays coming. Please look for and pray for opportunities to share. People have to know Jesus. The time is running out, and they t- need to know him personally to, to avoid what's coming on the earth. Thank you. Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K-Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Three stars.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.